Hey again everybody, John Porteous of the Lovells Township Historical Society here and I'm joined this week with uh, Richard Perry and our special guest David McCool. Um, nice episode for the Backcast podcast this time. Uh, David's gonna, David sees a lot of water uh, during the season and he's gonna share some of his observations. Uh, kind of do a like a halftime report. Uh, sure. Kind of recap uh, the first half of the season, what you observed. Um, and then maybe we'll take a sneak peek and uh, look ahead to the second half of the season, and I don't know, maybe even maybe even sneak a peek. Yeah, grouse season. So, what do you know? Hey, so we're we're delighted to have you. Thank you. Uh, fortunately, I think the the listeners are, are familiar with you, but why don't you take a moment and just remind everybody. Uh, Kind of what you do, who you are, and sure, sure. What's uh, David McCool. I've been guiding here uh, in the area for about 22 years. Uh, recently purchased the North Branch Outing Club, our inn uh, on the North Branch of the Osalbo River, and I have one partner in it, but I am the manager, and uh, my wife Shelby uh, runs the B&B operation and the lodge operation. Awesome, yeah, awesome. It's been a, been an interesting year. Well, it's been great, and it's it's been. I got to tell you, Dave, it's been so much fun to see the work that. You that Richards put in that the other guys that to uh, enhance the experience and uh, you know the fly shops looking great. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I am very blessed uh, to have the team that I have. Um, without them, we we wouldn't be where we are today because we're we're far ahead of where I thought we were going to be this year. What what our projections were, and that goes to the team. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, let's let's talk about things of a fishy nature. The spring was weird, man. It was. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I ne you never know. You never know. This year, I mean, what was it in the end of May, first part of June, we had two days that were almost 100 degrees back to back. River temps were where they should be, and all of a sudden they're above 70. Right. So we've had some challenges in that regard. Um, uh, hatches were, were actually very good this year. I spent most of my time on the North Branch, and uh, um, right now the river's fishing really, really well. Seeing a lot of fish in the morning, things have stabilized temperature wise, 62 degree water temp. Uh, trico hatch, as you know, has been just absolutely prolific. Bugs everywhere. It's just, and, it, I mean, we're getting a good solid hour, hour and a half of trikes, yeah, and then yeah. just like clockwork, the olives coming in on, you know, a solid 30 behind them. Yes, the Big Mac drops in the water on the exactly. fish. Exactly. Yeah, because from... Yes, <laughs> yes, from the gods. Yes. From the gods. So, no, the, the that's been fantastic in the morning. Uh, the hopper fishing, the terrestrial fishing, has been really good as well. Good afternoon yes, stuff. Yes, really good stuff, especially when we get some overcast. Yeah. Um, had some great fishing below Kellogg Bridge the other day. It saw some really, really big browns. So, uh, very, very exciting stuff. There's some nice fishies down there. Don't tell anybody. No, nobody. Oh, wait. They all moved, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, they're all gone. Yeah, the fishing and the bird hunting here is poor. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's great. What, um... You know, from the from the spring hatches, from the spring action, I'm I'm assuming uh, you know pretty happy client base, and uh, you know for the guides and, and yourself, the pretty a little confusing, a little condensation or consolidation on the hatches, kind of in the May beginning of June, and then it was like everything like okay. It was yeah, and then everything <laughs> kind of leveled out. I saw it, it was things would be sporadic, like we'd get. We'd have no emergence, and then all of a sudden we'd have massive emergence and yeah. big spinnerfall, and then it would shut down again. There was yeah. no like even spread uh, uh, of emergence in, in hatches during and the season. And the, the, the weather seems a little 
yeah. kind of in the same vein. Yeah. It was just kind of more roller coastery. Uh, to your point, we had some just hellishly hot days, and then we went seasonal, mm-hmm. and, and just, we went, just then to, we went dry. <laughs> yeah, and then we went dry. Just to guess, you know, I just I look at the weather, the very the, how the weather, how the temps have varied mostly. And just looked at you know how that affects the the, the schedule, the emergent schedule. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely has an impact on it. A lot of people don't believe it, but I do. Yeah. Well, you know, last year and this year both we've seen some you know counterintuitive type stuff. <laughs> Guys walking up the middle of the stream on a bright sunny day, fishing a you know twelve borchers or a Robert's Drake and catching fish, nice yeah. fish. Yeah. So good fish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the kind good of thing you, fish, yeah. you wouldn't expect, but it's been happening. I will say that the North Branch, um, having fished here for as many years as I have, is uh, is fishing extremely well. We've got great numbers of fish, um, just rafts of fish when you're floating down the river. I stand up in my boat and do a lot of scouting while I'm guiding, and uh, it's it's really it's really been fantastic. It's pretty cool all these pods that are just yeah you know out there. They're yeah. just and they're alive in the mornings. It, it's just it's so much fun to be casting to a number of working fish. It's amazing. And it really is. You know, it's it's good fun. We like that. Maybe. Gets the blood boiling. Indeed. And then the, the, the frustration of the trichos with seven billion flies on the water and trying to get that fish to eat yours. Has the, been, that is the challenge. Yes. And, and for listeners that may not have been involved with this hatch, uh, highly encourage you to try it. it um, <laughs> it's not for everyone. Um, you have to be very, very patient. Good very, eyesight and nimble fingers. Yes, and yeah, nimble fingers. You know, there, there is 8X and size 24 flies involved. Um, but golly, it's fun, man. It is fun. It's just, you know, it's kind of, in some ways, it's 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 kind of like the Hex. And in some ways, it's, I think, even more difficult than the Hex. Oh, I would say so. Absolutely. I, I think it, it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm overstating it, but I think it's our most technical hatch. I would say, I would totally agree with that. I, I think Jim, just, Jim in our shop calls it the Black Death. He goes, I can't do this anymore. I absolutely can't do it. And, uh, <laughs> he goes, it's the most frustrating thing ever. But I think it's so much fun when you're in a run. You can see 8, 10, 12 fish feeding, coming yeah. and feeding, and, and just working that that uh, that situation is, is well, a, lot, it, a lot of fun. It, we don't want to give up all the secrets, but uh, I'll tell you, that, that feedback that Jim offered is is common. It's it's not unusual for people to say, holy crap, you know, a little puff of wind and you know everything goes <laughs> sideways and, but but that's what makes it fun. That's that, it, it is. It does yeah. make it fun and and, I, you know, one of the one of the hacks that I'll offer people is tie tie your 8x to your 24s at home when you have good light. You've got your magnifying glass. You're all set. Stage a couple up and then you can just you tie know, it on in the morning. Tie a quick surgeon's knot yeah. or a barrel knot, and and you're good. Yeah, don't try to do it on the river. Absolutely. Oh my no. God, you'll no. drive yourself you'll, yeah, insane. You, you need the Hubble telescope, uh, you know, well, implanted and, in your and eye in order to put Lord, those Good Lord, and if, if you're with a guide, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make him do it. Yeah, yeah make him do it. <laughs> exactly. Or her. Or her. Yeah, exactly. Or her. Yes, exactly. 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 Sweet. Um, water levels. They're a little low right now. They're a little Never low. Never really recovered no. from the spring. No. We've, we've been chasing it all year. Yeah. Temps have been okay for the most, a lot better than last year. Oh, well, yeah. You know, the weather up here, aside from the couple, you know, well, we had a couple hot days, hot days. 
Yeah. And we're just getting through a couple now, but besides that, the weather, the nights have been really cool. cool. In fact, I'm surprised we're getting the trichos we are, we are, because the overnight temperatures have been going down so far. Mm -hmm. 45, 50, yeah. Well, and it's it's nice because in my eyes that just makes the trico hatch a little more civil. Mm -hmm. You can well, get that second cup of coffee and <laughs> more of a more of a gentleman's hatch. It know. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. We like the civilized stuff. You're going stuff. from someplace where it's you know hot and nasty year all day and all night and this is a I'm glad to be here yeah oh yeah especially I, with the heat wave in the US right now oh yeah well and I'll give a little shout out to my uh, my daughter and her husband they uh they were just up and uh, seeking uh, a little of the north woods uh, coolness a respite uh, up here in the, yeah, in the uh, cold north getting getting out of the uh, heat and humidity of central Indiana but the uh, it, we've been fortunate we've been real fortunate and uh, you know, as we're speaking, we've got some nice, um, we got some nice uh, oh, yeah, rain falling down around us now. Yeah, so. yeah, and things are supposed to cool down. We're supposed to be in the mid seventies this week, yeah, which is great. I think we could see a couple evenings with fire in the fireplaces. It just kind of. I'm really looking forward to that. I, I love that stuff. Yeah. I just, you know, while we were on our little spring break, I put away ten cord, ten face cords of wood, and it's like. Hey, let's, let's, yeah, we're ready. Yeah, yeah we're ready for the <laughs> well, Yeah, I got, well, I got two trees down and chunked up, but I got about three more I got to do. Yeah, well, it's that time. It's that time. So, well, fun start to the season. Good cast. You haven't, uh, none of your clients have jumped off the front of the boat. and. No, it's been a fantastic season. from you or anything. It has so. been. It's been great, oh. wonderful people we've had this year. Just fantastic. A lot of repeat <laughs> clients, but a lot of new ones, new faces, and that's exciting for us. Well, and it, it, you know, on the occasions when I stop by the lodge and uh, poke my head in to say hi, a lot of people this year. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, the marketing's paying off. A lot of smiling people. Yes, that's very important. <laughs> we like that. Uh, I haven't heard of any boat disasters either. Usually, you know, somebody. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so something happens. Something goes over the side, and you know, yeah, the fly boxes are floating down the river. Or something. It's a grass sail out there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, nobody's folded their boat in half this year or anything. So, <laughs> so far, knock wood, so good. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I don't get all the news, but sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, what's What's in store for our second half? What do anglers have to look forward to? You know to? what? The, the terrestrial fishing's been fantastic, and I think it's going to go for a while this year. I think we're going to have good good into September. It's going to go go into September. The hopper fishing's been great. Good grief. They're flying all, all over, the, over place. the place. Also, <laughs> the color purple seems to be a big, big thing this year. Um, we've got a purple hopper pattern that uh, been fishing. We also fished the purple haze, which seems to yeah. be always out of stock. And... Uh, just amazing uh, what's happened with that color this year. I've never seen anything like it. It's it's funny. I think was it last summer, summer before. I don't know if it's T. Somewhere we read a really cool article though, but talking about trout's color perception and you know why do they respond to this versus that? Or we may see it as pink. They may see it as sure. red. Um, or the, blue, the old the old rods and cones discussion. In the exactly. Eyes, right? Yeah. Exactly, and I think, you know, that's kind of been validated that this purple is Ooh, just amazing. Mix it in, man. Yeah, I know. It's just been amazing. Just, just mix been, it in. Yeah. The um, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I was actually thinking about uh, my 
cheater trico pattern. <laughs> and instead of tying a black body, maybe tie a purple body. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I, I'm going to try that. I hadn't even thought about that. That's a great idea. Please let me know how I will. that works. I will. We're going we're gonna to tie that on a like a 22 Temco 2488 so we get the bigger gap. Yeah. And then we'll fake it out and I'll only cover like half the shank. So tie it like a 24. Well, I'll tell you what, nobody that I know of has ever tried that before. I think that could be really interesting. I think it's, yeah. we're going to try that. Okay. There'll be a lot of people trying it now. Well, yeah, I mean, we've got... We may have a new pattern, folks, coming ten, up in the tens shop. Tens of millions of listeners here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, uh, all, all six. Do we say patent pending or... Mm. <laughs> I'll trademark it anyway. We've got to call yeah, it you, you know what? It's if it works, uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, and absolutely. we'll talk about it. Yeah, and if I, it I, doesn't, you'll never hear another word. Exactly. <laughs> back, back to what you were saying. I think uh, we're going to have a fantastic fall. The pre-spawn is going to be. The fish are already starting to color up. Dude, the colors. Yeah, are they've been intense. amazing. And then you know how the mer that we call them mermaids. You know, once we get into spawn or get close to spawn, and those bigger fish with the black mouths and the males growing the teeth and and all that stuff. But the colors that time of year are just absolutely spectacular. So I'm really looking forward to a good fall. Nice. You know, it's it's funny. We talk, there, there are all kinds of little local myths and interesting stories and stuff of that nature. It, but I'll share with you, one of the things I do in the morning when I have my coffee is go out and look at the screens and, you know, check for trico shocks or, you know, olives drying themselves out. And I'm, I go out the other morning and I walk around and there's... There's a hacks on my screen. It's like, <laughs> where why are you here? It's the most classic looking hacks ever. I mean, just a beautiful example of this insect. And it's like, dude, what are you doing here? Yeah. It's you know, late late bloomer. Yeah, I don't know if you know hitchhiked over from shoe pack. Could have, could have, yeah. You know, totally. Wind blithe through from Big Creek. I don't know. It, definitely non fishable. That was the only one, you know. But it was just like, yep, just right next to the trike, and there's giant hacks yeah. just sitting on yeah. the screen. It's awesome. The um, do we uh, do we have any other? Uh, you know, we're going to enjoy the trichos for another month and a half, mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. uh, and the olives. Do we have any other uh, notable uh, hatches to close out the fall, or do we just kind of go into the you know, we just slide, junk bug streamer yeah, mode? Yeah, we kind of go into that. Cahill's are next up. Yeah, Cahill's will be oh, next Cahill's, up. And then yeah. uh, Afron's. Have we had any, have oh, the any, white flies yeah, by Mayo. Afron's, yeah. yeah. Have you heard any anything about that? Mm-mm. Okay. No, well, I mean, I've fished them before myself, but yeah. I haven't heard anything this year. Okay. No. Well, those two. That just primarily what, what, yeah, exactly. Primarily what we focus on right now are the terrestrials. and yeah. Get started about 11 o'clock in the morning and, and get out there during the peak part of the day and Hope for a little overcast because there boy, I tell you what, that's the recipe. It's been lined them up. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Well, what um, you know, while you've been out and about, um, seen anything in the woods of yeah. interest to yeah. uh, maybe park our tastes as we? Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe uh, we had a great uh, drumming count this spring around here. Spent quite a bit of time on the river, and I had birds drumming all night long, well over past midnight into the early morning hours, and drum, 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 and I've been out doing a little bit of. A little bit of research in the woods, okay. and I've come across several <laughs> broods of grouse, and it looks like we're gonna have we're gonna be up this year. So nice. over last year, and also finding quite a few woodcock as well. You know, I'm hearing I've, I've heard that from like three or four other guys that they're seeing a lot of woodcock yeah. this year, and I'm hoping that that bodes well for the fall. Um, well, they did really well on the woodcock last year. 
Yeah, it was amazing. It was a great year. I hope the grouse with the grouse. Well, based on better on grouse this year, and it'll be a good season. Well, there's uh, for people in the area, uh, I guess just look up your AWS chapter because I mean everybody and their twin sisters having practice shoots now and mm -hmm. warm ups and all that good stuff. Go out and bust and play and have some fun. So get your game yeah. face on for fall. That's it. Get your dogs out and get them tuned up too. Well. Tell our listeners about that. What what are some of the stuff that you guys do, Richard? I mean, you've got a lot of experience this way. It's, how how do you guys uh, come in and, and I don't know. It's like for tri for trout season, you're you know in March, you're organizing your fly boxes and stuff. <laughs> well, I call the dog guy up and say, I want, I want to come over and work with the dog. We need help. Well, I think I think probably one of the biggest things is um, I think probably one of the biggest things uh, is to make sure that your dog's conditioned before you get them in the woods. Especially, you know, I personally don't start grouse hunting until October first because I don't believe that we should be chasing those birds that young September fifteenth. And it was years ago that they did open grouse season October one. And well, it's, there's a lot of leaves on the trees. Yeah, it's warm and it's and, hot you know, and it's people, bad for the dog. Well, it's and hot and on if your the dog's dog, not conditioned, yeah. well, people forget too. I mean. I'm not a real tall guy, but it's a lot cooler where I am standing up than if you put your hands down in, into the into the deck, so to speak, where the dog's running. You're gonna notice it's a tremendous amount, tre tremendously warmer down there. Humid. Yeah, mm -hmm. humid. And also keep in mind too, the chlorophyll that's in the grasses in the in the fall, early on before we've had any frost, really makes it difficult for your dog to find birds. A lot of dogs have big, big problems with their sniffers at that point, at that time of year. So okay. I would say physically get them out, get them working. You know, um, two or three times a week, make sure the weight's off of them, because a lot of us who treat our bird dogs like family dogs, um, they'll spend a good amount of time in the winter on the couch. Ah, okay. And uh, so I've had some accidents over the years where people show up with potato chip, their yellow lab, and he uh, he gets out and goes for a run, and he's he has he has a he has a cardiac arrest or whatever they. You only need him to go down from heat exhaustion once. And then not you, ever want to not want it to ever happen Exactly, again. it's a horrible yeah. thing. So make sure also that you're watering your dogs regularly and check them for check their gums, check their gum lines for heat stroke potential. Well, and you know, just just as we need to be mindful about keeping water on us and plenty of it, even more so with the dogs. Yeah, you just because they're not going to reach up and tag you and say, "Hey, could I have a you know shot of water there, please?" <laughs> yeah. Well, and a lot of those dogs are so adrenaline driven that once they've got scent, they're not going to stop, and that's where you end up with heat stroke. Once they get focused, they're in on it. You get a little cuckoo for a You gotta pull them back there. I gotta come to you. No, so that's really important. And I see a lot of people that show up and expect the world from their dogs, but they haven't been conditioned or haven't been on a bird in a year. And uh, that dog is just absolutely shot at the end of the day. And we end up putting a lot of dogs up uh, mm. because I'll call a hunt and just say, We're, we're done. That we're dog's done. had enough. Yeah, good. So, good. Yeah, the great thing for me is I usually lose about 20 pounds during bird season. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I thin out, my dog thins out, it's all good. <laughs> Just in time for the holidays. To yeah, exactly. Yeah, to back fill it back up. up. Yeah. Yep. Go yep. back exactly. into the Thanksgiving, Christmas, exactly. uh, New Year's season. Right on. The um, what are we missing? What are we? Uh, uh, we got we got first half fishing. We got a little sneak peek ahead at second half fishing. A little sneak peek ahead at, at grouse. grouse, woodcock. Um, that's about it, isn't it? Well, I think that's that's it. Do you have any events coming up at the lodge that you want to promote? We are going to, I, d I don't have the date yet, but Richard and I are working on an event. Uh, that's, we're going to call it the Double Gun Event. Um, in the past, we've called it the Parker Event, the mm -hmm. Parker Shotgun Event. Mm -hmm. 
where we have a number of people coming in from across the, the Midwest anyway with their collections of their Purdy's and Parkers and that kind of stuff. And we host an event there. In the past, I've had Steve Smith from Gundog and Chris Smith, his son, the artist, uh, also both very well-written uh, gentlemen in the outdoors, and uh, have them as guests, and they speak and, and share stories and all that good stuff. And we're going to try to continue to broaden that a little bit, uh, talking, talking about bringing in some other vendors that uh, would be appropriate for that. But okay. I, I can't give you too many details right now because I don't have them all So work in yet. progress? Yeah, work in progress. It's... Um would our, our listeners that are interested uh, be best advised to look at your website? Yes, we'll have an announcement okay. there. Okay, on the All Facebook right. page. Or, fa- or yeah, Richard. Oh, uh, the we'll Facebook, have something thing on the Facebook too. Page, yeah. So. But, um, well, on the 20th, the Bridge Walk, of course, in Lovells, and they're going to have a ladies are going to have a quilt show at the lodge. Yeah. And Karen's going to be over selling tickets for the Mason Griffiths mm-hmm. banquet. So. Uh, we, you know, that's the other thing, too. I did want thing. to mention, I'm really making a, an effort to, to make sure that the lodge is open to the community. I mean, it's a state and federal historic landmark, and I want the community to use it to create awareness not only for us, but also, you know, of the history that Lovells has to offer. And you can really see the t- little town is coming along. Uh, the store has been up-leveled, new owners there. We're doing our best at the lodge. Just everybody's and we've got the new park going in down there. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be more family-friendly areas there, more events, things like that going on. I'm pretty excited about it. It's it's a neat time to be in Lovell. So things are changing, and um, I, I think most part pretty positive. Um, we've got a. Kind of liked it the way it was. <laughs> we've got a. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of stuff going on, and it's it's fun. Um, this uh, this month on the 27th, um, which is a Saturday at the museum, we'll have uh, Marcy's in for uh, oh, the quilt. cabin quilt, yeah. uh, barn quilt thing, which, uh, <clears throat> you know, golly, what do we have, like 80-some-odd homes around the... a ton the, of those out. It's, yeah, it's she's amazing. done a hell of a job with yeah. that. I mean, she's really, really made an effort. It's there. kind of branded it's the community. It's really neat. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's... The, uh, I think, and then, um, you know, it, l- listen, color your calendars in now, too, because on September the 10th, uh, the Lovells uh, Township Historical Society uh, will be having a, a an art sale. Um, Debbie Anderson is donating a boatload of beautiful hand-thrown pottery. Uh, we have painters. Um we have some artwork, uh, very traditional artwork uh, that that'll be offered. We have it's uh, a framed uh, Trout Unlimited philosophy. Uh, oh yeah, one of the originals. It, yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's in great shape. So a lot of a lot of neat things, um, and that's that's going to be a fun one. I think we'll. Uh, Stay tuned on that one as well. Look for the uh, look at our township website or at the uh, historical society's website, and we'll keep you up to speed there on what we've got going. But uh, I'd, I'd be remiss, Dave, if I if it didn't loop back. Um, I, I think your daughter uh, was out on a float trip with Bear recently, <laughs> and uh, we had a. <clears throat> 
maybe a, an, an opportunity to learn about line management a little yeah, bit? Yeah, we did. It's a, it was an interesting story. So uh, Bear Andrews, many of you know him, he's been guiding for the lodge. He's a commercial fly tear. He's been guiding for us for a long time. A very good, good friend of mine. And uh, he had his daughter Penelope in from Ireland, and, and she happens to be the same age as Tatum. They're both 10. And uh, Bear goes, well, I'm going to take the girls down in front of the lodge, and we're going to we're going to get them fly casting and do all that stuff. And he goes, you want to go? I said, no, I don't. I want to let you handle that because I knew where this was going to go. You. <laughs> but I did have to sneak down to the river and take a peek at what was going on. And <clears throat> Bear's very good, very patient. And uh, Tatum's a good fly caster, but you get two girls going and, and all this stuff, maybe too many donuts that morning and <laughs> too much sugar. And anyway, I, I watched it over and over again. Bear's out there, and they're in the trees every single cat. <laughs> <laughs> and finally he turns to the two girls and he looks at them and said stop i want you both to look me in the eyes and he points to the trees he said trees birds he points to the water water fish <laughs> that's probably a lesson there for a lot yeah, there you go. It's, <laughs> yeah, a, totally. it's a nice warm-up for our oh, listening man, audience I, as well I busted a gun over that that was you know it, it, it's funny you know we, we've joked about this forever but um you know, there's a reason it's called the Backcast Podcast. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. We'll, um, we'll wrap it up there and say thank you, Dave. Well, thank much, you for having me. As always, me. much yeah. appreciated. Richard, thank you. Uh, you know, we are, we are at the, uh, uh, what is this, the uh, World Headquarters? World Headquarters, RKP yes. Cane Rod. Yes, exactly. The uh, Cane Rod Mecca. So, folks, thanks, thanks for bearing with us while we were on summer holiday. We're back. We're ready at it. And... Uh, We'll have more fun stories for you in the coming weeks. So thanks again. Cheers. Until next time, mind your back cast. <laughs>